Welcome to the inner room, a space where we ponder the inner movements of our heart to find God by finding examples and instructions in daily scripture readings. The emotions in our hearts can help us or hinder us in our spiritual journey. Open your heart, explore your emotions, and align thoughts and emotions with God's plans for you. When we learn to feel and align our emotions, we advance in our prayer life by loving more deeply, remaining in peace more often, and finding courage for the journey of life. My name is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and a big shout out to my son Marco Niño, producer of this podcast. Sit back or walk with us. You are most welcome here. Friends, in the last day for the octave of Easter, we have beautiful stories. The continuation in Acts 4 of Peter and John coming through the city of Jerusalem in front of the temple, in front of the people that had killed Jesus and showing themselves with boldness that is being perceived by others. They know that they are uneducated, ordinary men and the leaders, the elders and the scribes are amazed. They don't know what to do. They recognize that they are the companions of Jesus and they also see the man that they've cured, the crippled person that is standing there with them and they can say nothing in reply. Friends, Jesus is the same yesterday, today and tomorrow and those signs, miracles and wonders that the apostles were doing at the beginning of the church are still happening today and you and I are called to participate in distributing the victory of Calvary. Jesus tells us to go and tell the world and in this Easter season that lasts for 40 days plus the 10 days of Pentecost, are we telling the world what the Lord is doing in our lives? The scribes and leaders of the time in Jerusalem know that something incredible is happening in their midst. And they are telling the apostles to stop speaking, to stop gathering people, to stop performing miracles. They don't know what to do. However, Peter and John say, whether it is right in the sight of God for us to obey you rather than God, you be the judges. It is impossible for us not to speak about what we have seen and heard. They let them go, not knowing how to punish them. How are we feeling that same feeling, that it is impossible for us not to speak about what God is doing in our lives? Friends, so many of you have prayed with me for my students. And I tell you that as we were completing our classes and as people were finalizing they, their projects for the end of the year, my students for whom we've prayed, over whom I've put, you know, lots of care, attention, sprinkling water, holy water, asking angels to come over them so that they can be guarded in all of their ways. I have seen a transformation in them. I have seen a transformation in their hearts, in their sight. And I know that the Lord is going before me, before them, fighting our battles. We have a warrior for peace, a warrior for faith, in our Lord. Psalm 118, which we've been also taking apart, is one for giving thanks to the Lord for He answers us. And in this reciprocity of conversation with our God, in this intimacy that we develop by putting ourselves in His presence, we give thanks to Him because He's 
Mercy endures forever, and because our strength and our courage come from the Lord, and the shouts of victory that we can sing out as the Holy Spirit comes upon us is the revelation to the world that the, the Lord Jesus Christ is still at work. The right hand of the Lord is exalted, says Psalm 118. The right hand of the Lord has struck with power. We declare the Lord, the works of the Lord. He delivers us. He opens us up so that we can receive from heaven. So we lift our arms, we lift our hearts, we lift our eyes to heaven, friends, and we ask the Lord to continue to answer us so we can be vehicles for spreading the gospel in the in the world. The gospel reading from Mark today summarizes the events that we've heard in the last few days. First, that Jesus has risen early and that he appears to Mary from whom he had taken seven demons out and she's the one telling the companions who are mourning and weeping. So we know the companions of Jesus did not understand that they were going to witness the resurrection, even though Jesus had said that. So how is that happening in your life? Where has the Lord given you a promise and you have forgotten that the Lord was going to deliver a resurrection? We hear then that that the Lord appears to two of them walking and in very short form, just as Mark tends to be very succinct, says that they return and tell the others who do not believe that Jesus had walked with the two of them. And then finally, he summarizes, Mark summarizes the third story that Jesus appears to the 11 who are at table. And Jesus rebukes them for their unbelief and hardness of heart and tells them, go into the world and proclaim the gospel. So the Lord is with us knocking at our door saying, are you believing, friend? Are you allowing this softness of heart of heart that the hardness of heart will be relieved? So we come with boldness to the throne of grace. Brothers and sisters, friends, we place ourselves in the presence of God in this joyful Easter season to say, Father Almighty, walk with us. Father Almighty, thank you for the answers to our prayers. Father Almighty, let your glory and your peace come upon us that we may go into the world and proclaim the good news. Thank you for all the ways in which you are reaching out to those that we want to bring home to a relationship with you. We ask that the prodigals come home. We give you thanks because that is already at work. And we praise you, Lord, and pray always in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the Inner Room, Emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.